You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Welcome to The Strong Room, presented by Macmillan Estate Planning. I'm Herb Hamm. Today's program focuses on some of the key topics that will be discussed at the upcoming Macmillan Estate Planning Seminar this coming Wednesday. With the reality of economic uncertainty and volatile markets, what can families do to protect themselves from undue risk? Here is trusted estate planning specialist, Sherry Macmillan, talking about money trusts, a powerful tool that can help safeguard the assets you've worked so hard to build. Sherry's in conversation with Peter Watts of News Talk 770. Most of us situate our estates in a manner that we have some cash available to us throughout our retirement phases of life. It's quite common that even our business owners, as they slow down, um, they'll have a pool of cash that they utilize to provide lifestyle. And That is, to me, what I call a pension. I mean, that value that you're setting aside, whether it be an RSP, whether it be cash, whatever it is that you're going to be using, you need to rely on it because it's going to create your income for the decades ahead. Traditionally, most families haven't had the privilege of considering estate planning. So what we've always done is we take on all the associated risk with traditional investment planning. And that's commonplace. This goes back in history um, all the way back to when the Bank Act of Canada was crafted. Now, the Bank Act of Canada was crafted because at the time we had people coming over and starting farms and they would take out, you know, their $5 mortgage and buy a huge parcel of land. And if they were blessed enough to have a good crop, they would might take that money back to the bank, pay that mortgage off. They might buy a GIC with some of the savings um, and carry on and away we went. So the legislation was crafted to state that any asset base you have that is held within bank uh, systems must be public for accessibility to pay creditors in your lifespan and in the year of your passing. So through the course of the decades ahead and again when you die. So you always notice, for example, in a will, it says gather all my assets, but then pay all my creditors and then finally give the estate to my family. So this is a very dangerous legislation, in my opinion, in when we are looking at our estates, because we want to make sure that the values that we're going to utilize for our retirement revenue stream are private and lawsuit protected, and lastly, principal guaranteed. So that way, we're certain no matter what is happening in the world events, no matter what's happening in our life, we can rely on that pension whether it be an RSP or cash investments like stocks, for example. So that legislation has existed for a long time, as we all know, in Canada, and it's where most of us craft and build our estates. Very few of us, unfortunately, haven't had the privilege yet to know about trust planning. Now, trust planning was created for a different reason. Um, Back then, and this is um, common knowledge, of course, but back then when that trust system was crafted in Canada. Women were not considered legal citizens as of yet in Canada. And when a husband would leave to his wife the farm, maybe some insurance, maybe the GIC at the bank, he would give it to a trust company to control and dole out a pension structure for that orphan, that widow that was left behind. And it was because they were not considered a legal citizen of Canada at the time. 
Now, of course, everything has changed since then. Uh, all of us women have become legal citizens, and so are, have our children. One of the real blessings of that legislation, though, because it was crafted to protect widows and orphans initially in early days, is anything we hold in trust law is considered private, lawsuit-protected through our lifespan, and again when we pass on, when we transfer it to family. So one of the easy ways to understand this concept is traditionally, let's say in Canada, you own a life insurance policy and you name your sister as your beneficiary. No one can challenge that. It's going to happen. And no one could take it away from you. Um, let's say you ended up in a lawsuit through your life. That is an asset that's exempt from lawsuits. So if we were to design our money in this particular way, and we call this money trust, we plan our estate this way, then what we're doing doing is we're safeguarding our retirement. So let's say I go uh, down to America in one of those massive motorhomes. I have no special driver's license to drive and I get into a fender bender. You would think I would be safe because I'm Canadian. Well, you are in a listigious position then and ultimately now your RSP, your cash that you've set aside for your retirement could be at risk. It could be in jeopardy. Secondarily, most of us that have, you know, had businesses or successful careers are continuing to stay active during retirement. We're not using the same traditional word any longer. Um, you know, it's very common for me to meet families that the husband or the wife is still on a board of directors with a few companies, or they are participating in their child's business, or they're helping a friend. And so they're taking on liability, even though they're in retirement. And in theory, they're in a slowdown. But all of a sudden, their retirement value would be at risk again. So what I encourage families to do is always protect the retirement income stream you need through what we call money trust. Now, it was in the mid-80s and 90s that we saw all the banks and trust and insurance companies merging in Canada. So it's quite commonplace. We all know that. Um, and what has occurred is there are actually now two industries. And if I purchase my investments through the trust or insurance industries, I can also acquire and negotiate a 100% guarantee of my capital, even if I purchase stock. So imagine the benefit of that in our lifespan, because as we go back to how the markets are traditionally behaving, they only behave 75% of the time, 25% of the time they're naughty. So we have to be you know, concerned about that. Just let me jump in for a second. All those people in Calgary that hold stocks in oil companies, if they had gone this route a year ago, there wouldn't be the angst in the community that there is when oil was $110 a barrel and today is 42 It's exactly true, Peter. You know, interestingly enough, I'm often asked about my opinion in the economy a lot. And, you know, if if we're receiving a lot of calls from our clients and so forth. Now, we've been in operation a couple of decades, and I can assure you that our clients don't call in angst or in panic because they know that their retirement has been safeguarded when we design their estate proactively. It's actually our time that they're the busiest, however, because people now realize the importance of protecting their estate in these cycles because we're going to have them. This is a given, but we can be very creative and proactive about safeguarding what we've worked so diligently for and keep it for our use and enjoyment during our retirement phase. Okay, so money trusts are a relatively recent phenomena. They are a good deal, particularly for people with cash in their farm or cash in their business. Can you put the farm or the business inside the trust? And even if you sell it, 
uh, is it in some way protected uh, and the and the value you get for it protected from a tax standpoint? We have the privilege when we transfer that value in the eyes of CRA to your estate plan, we can value it at current market value. So if it's a bit lower than it has been historically, that's actually to your advantage, as strange as this may sound, because what you're doing is you're locking out the CRA from collecting tax on that lift that you'll recover. And so you will recover. It's a matter of when. And when you do, now they aren't entitled to that additional growth that has happened in your estate until much, much later. And the opportunity cost then that unfolds for families is quite dramatic. So one case study I can share with you that we um, participated in in one of the last downturn in cycles was a family business in the son was inheriting the family business. It was to the tune of a a solid $5 million value in the business at the time. So um, we froze it at that particular value. And sadly, I did lose the father last year. um, And the business had grown over the course of his, you know, retirement years. And his son was carrying on actively managing the business, but it had grown from a value of 5 million all the way up to 16 million when father passed. So traditionally, you would think, well, the estate is worth $16 million. He probably owes 3 to $4 million of taxation. No, he didn't. He only owed $1 million of taxation because we had froze it about 15 years ago at a $5 million marker. So imagine the, the fact that this new business owner, the next generation, the son, can keep that 2 or $3 million as a going concern in the business. He can buy more equipment. He can expand the business further. It's very powerful. And so these are really windows of opportunity to me. I don't view them as a negative. These are the exact moments you want to design your estate plan. The Macmillan Estate Planning Life and Legacy Seminar, Wednesday, October 21st, 7 p.m. at the Fairmont Palliser Hotel. This timely event highlights strategies that help families and family business owners take control of their financial security. Register online at macmillanestate.com. When we come back after this short break, strategies that help you pay less tax. This is The Strong Room. 